Don't look under the internet. God, no, we can never thank Corbin, Kentucky. Honestly, we should just do a whole episode all about Corbin, Kentucky. They gave us I, know, the, I know nothing about it aside from what we learned they from They gave fucking, us the Colonel, which gave us the KFC Double Down. Did, did and, we figure out who bought the Fuck You Corbin, Kentucky shirt? And, yeah. <laughs> it was Jackie, and she was real drunk. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, thank you, Jackie. Absolutely. Um, that's hilarious. <laughs> what a nice lady. <laughs> Out of all this stuff, I was like, for sure, that's the one that no one's going to buy. <laughs> Speaking of not buying... Hello, everyone. Welcome to Don't Look Under the Internet, welcome, the welcome, show welcome. where you... That's Jason. Hello, I'm Jason. The That's shit. Doug. <laughs> yeah. And I'm... I'm. It's a me, Mario. No. It, I'm just I kidding. Knew, I'm I Chris knew... Pratt. Oh, God. Gotcha. Look at that. Topical and everything. Gotcha. By the time this comes out, it won't be as topical, but... No, it won't. Hey, look, it's me. It's only a week so, uh, <laughs> It's me, Donkey Kong. <laughs> Shit, my banana. Fuck. <laughs> you, know what I, you know what I've realized after, what, 31 episodes of this that we have not done? What? Uh, what kind of show is this? Uh, uh, internet podcast. It's a podcast. Yeah, but like, if you were to give like a genre to us, like podcast. advice show thing, an advice podcast, yeah, you know, like a business um, podcast, spooky. What are there's there's got to be a more <laughs> spooky <laughs> like comedy, dumb, 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 dumb. No, I got it. I got it. We're <clears throat> not. We're not. We're not. We're not. We're not. Okay, we're, that's we're our. Not, we're not doing murder porn we're not doing murder okay. that's our so, label so how about <laughs> anything that is not murder okay, porn? i am going to I'm, I'm going to suggest something from here on out because okay. we i don't think we can put a finger on like what exactly kind of podcast we no know we're a talk show but that's about it every episode we're going to start telling you one thing that we aren't well and eventually <laughs> you're, kind of, you're, you're kind of right because we have like the true crime label up but we don't do true crime we well well that's what i was sometimes saying sometimes we do we don't do very the rarely part. yeah, yeah. i think i have to change that up a bit but what I else would you put there i don't i don't know that's Horror? why that's why i was like i don't know what, well, what are we the label that Oddity? like other things are giving us is murder uh comedy or horror comedy yeah i prefer murder comedy where so, i stab <laughs> you and laugh about it a lot <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um speak- so we think this is a uh horror comedy show horror comedy we're not show. sure <laughs> i had a horror comedy day today at work let me tell you wait what. you had whores at work today whores whores horror um so at work today i won't name names because i don't know hipaa or something <laughs> osha <laughs> osha um, i don't know how much hipaa applies to your job mike <laughs> um but i'll call this person k and the other a um a Ka. came up to <laughs> me and k and they were like hey my significant other has a drug test tomorrow i need pee for him did you pee and whips out this glass 16 ounce jar <laughs> and just puts it in front of us like who wants it and i'm like i, I guess i can help out like whatever you're gonna have to wait a bit i'll have to pee right now okay <laughs> wow okay can't imagine what that name is k is like you know what i gotta go to the bathroom i'll do it real quick so he goes and I'm just waiting just to see how this goes. And they come out of the bathroom with the whole 16-ounce jar filled with pee. Filled. Fill- and, and they're like, oh, I had to, like, push to, like, uh, uh, get they, it all out, They too. thought they had to fill the jar? He's like, I, they, they, Challenge I had extra. Accepted. They had extra. <laughs> what? So I'm like, you know, it's not normal for someone to pee 16 ounces, right? No, not even So remotely. it got me thinking, how much is, does the average, you know, person pee? The average bladder does hold 16 ounces. So I asked him, I was like, did you have to go to the bathroom? He's like, no, I probably could have held it for longer. I'm like, what, what are you? Yeah. <laughs> So now I have to go home tonight and pee in a bottle to see how much I pee, because now I'm just stupid curious. So that's how my day went. You know, I think that might be a, uh, also a, a to, telltale sign of uh, of your 
Of K? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> also, to let you people know, I fix phones for a living. It's not like I work in a hospital or anything. Yeah, no. <laughs> they shouldn't. They put the pee in the fridge. <laughs> Where the else community are you fridge. Where like, else? There's like sodas and like lunch meat in there and then just a fucking thing of pee. <laughs> thing of piss. A hot, frothy thing of pee. Hot, frothy piss. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm a, the, the, the guy inside me that watches like... um kitchen nightmares and shit it's like oh don't put anything warm in the fridge it's gonna turn sour but she did that anyway so now they're gonna have soured pee sour piss yeah i don't Um, know how much more sour piss can get on that note on that note i want to thank our four oh my god brand new patrons yes we have have a fucking list in one day four of you people were like yeah you're worth money and in one day you each made the worst decisions of your life (laughs) Don't listen to Mike. You made the best decisions of your so, life. So, thank you to Brandon, Aaron, Andrew, and Dork the Clone. <laughs> I want that use... last one. <laughs> See, I, I kept the last names out for this because I don't know how people feel about me putting their last names yeah. and everything out there. I know oh. it's on your username, so I'm going to put this out in the air. Whatever your username is on Patreon from this or Patreon from this point out, I'm just going to shout you out using the whole username unless unless you say otherwise yes like we had uh andrew he requested that we go by andrew mm-hmm. so hi andrew Hello. you also gave us some really fun stuff to look at you really did um, yeah but thank you brandon aaron andrew and dork the clone obviously dork the clone i don't think that's your real you know given christian given name but if it is <laughs> your parents if it is totally Mike is poggers. sorry yeah and... totally poggers um <laughs> But you God guys are amazing. The fact that we got four of you in the same day blows my fucking mind. Yeah, no, um, that was incredible. And you guys got us extremely close to our goal of, of yep. the 20, which we haven't even recorded that yet, so we got to pump that we, shit out. Thankfully, we have a date set. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we will be recording it, but so... But that's, that's incredible, guys. And I just because there's four of you, I don't want you to think that I'm not giving each of you your shine. So how about we go around the uh, So around let's the go room. to let's go to Brandon real quick. Brandon... Yeah. You look like a real swell fella. I imagine you're very handsome. And you know what? Keep doing what you're doing. You're beautiful. And I love you. That was so sweet. Aaron, I sent you a stupid message saying thank you for some dumb shit. (laughs) Thank you for being cool. Um, (laughs) I was pretty... What did you send her? He sent her something meant for somebody else. Yeah, I sent her something. One of our other patrons. I sent her... One of our other patrons is talking about the Andrew WK conspiracy. Yeah. And I accidentally sent her the response I was going to send to them. So I just want to say thank you for being cool about that. (laughs) Um, And you're also super cool and super Also, thank you for several other services you've provided this podcast in the past, which... Sorry we're not using now, but... We are so goddamn grateful. Yes, there was a lot of good uh, feedback on how to properly uh, get our startup going. So yes, Aaron we, we is that. the coolest. Mm-hmm. Um, you are all the coolest, so don't get that twisted. Uh, Andrew, I uh, want to say, I, I hope you won that uh, D&D game. Because um, th- you said you were playing D&D, right? Sir, you play D&D, and you know there's no, there's such, no thing such thing as winning. winning. Well, I mean, there's losing. And there's well, I hope you had fun at your D and D game. Is what I'm trying to say. Okay, um, Andrew, you're awesome as well. Super, super neato. I would introduce you to my mom as a friend. Um, <laughs> and then, mean, yeah, not me. <laughs> cool. uh, thanks. Now you found her on your own. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then Love Dork the, the Clone. I want to say your name fucks. Um, <laughs> Love that. Love you. You're one of the like eight people that have recommended we look at the Lake City Quiet Pills. I'm so excited. We will be taking a look at the Lake City Quiet Pills probably fairly soon. For October, we're wanting to go spooky for October. And we have a lineup. So we'll probably look into that one come November. Um, But since we're kind of on the October subject, our last episode in October is going to be a listener episode. Mm -hmm. So call our Google number. We'll give it out at the end of the podcast, like always. Mm -hmm. Send us a message. Leave us a voicemail. DM us. um, Leave us a voicemail. I can't can't stress the voicemail part enough because I, whatever you leave us in the voicemail, I fully plan on taking and kind of picking apart to make sure it is like friend, like listener friendly to make sure that it's not like too run on or whatever, but we're going to add some music to it make you sound creepy as fuck. Mm-hmm. And but I'm going to share it with the world. That's going to be our last episode of uh, Halloween is going to be a you guys episode. So please send us your scary stories, stories that you guys have either heard 
or ghost stories or UFO stories, aliens, yeah. creatures that you have experienced, just send us your creepy shit. We will play it on the show. Hell, if you want to call in, if you're like, oh, no, I want to call in and tell you guys this shit, we'll set it up to where you can call in while we're recording, and you can tell the story then. Absolutely. Um, but yep. either DM us a story, leave us a voicemail of it, send us on our Google uh, uh, phone number. Just any way you can contact us, contact us, even through email. Contact us no matter how, how, how you can, um, because we want to hear your guys' stories and play them. I think uh, All right, somebody's we're getting shit, antsy. We're <laughs> clinking drink time, baby. Mike, but, Mike you talk Mike, a lot. I do. <laughs> I'm just excited because our patrons. <laughs> Doug, I love just, that you're... Like, you, you don't talk a whole lot, but the things that you have to say are just fucking fantastic. Mike, you talk a lot. Now I'm going to sit in silence for 45 minutes. No, keep going, please. Uh, but again, thank you to uh, you four. Um, it means the world to us that absolutely you know seventeen of you already have given us your monthly money, and that baffle boggles my mind. It's one of those people definitely aren't one of us either. No, pro- I promise. Um, still, it, it blows my mind that anyone gives us any type of money. That's crazy. Hey, they enjoy thank it. you very much, guys. You need an hour and a half of solace during these trying times. Yeah, right. If you well, want to offer that, but if you want to, sure you know, chuck does. in some some your spare change, patreon.com slash pod. We'll go over that at the end as well, but... Yeah, absolutely. In and the if meantime, Mike didn't say this already, be on the lookout. Don't know when, don't have a for sure date, but a couple new possible tiers for our Patreon will yep. be coming out, and that'll be exciting are, for you guys. So. We are recording one of those things tonight. We sure are. But what are we doing <laughs> sitting here with these fancy yeah, drinkings? We got we got a fuckload of patrons. I, yep. That's toastworthy, um, I think. Listeners, get your drink of choice or your smoke of choice, whether it be weed or a gallon Math. of PCP. Yep. <laughs> tonight um, we are sipping on Woodman's Reserve. Wood, Woodford. Woodford. Wait, wait, I gotta, Wood, wait, shit, I gotta do the thing. What are we drinking? What are we thinking? There's a bottle here and it's empty. It's, yeah, it's not yet, but close. That's the theme song, though. Honestly. Yeah, that's the theme song. Uh, we are I should drink- just get that on an audio file so we just fucking play it. I don't have to keep doing that. Every I'll make time. if you do that. I'll make a, a fucking song out of it. Great. That'd I like. Great. I, I like it just how it is. My hands clapping like oh, cheeks. cheeks. There it anyway, is. everybody, get your shots. Wait, we'll uh, we'll give it two seconds. Patrons, this one is one hundred percent for you. So when you hear the clink, drink. Here's to you. Here's to me. If we ever disagree, then fuck you. Here's to me. Oh, God. <laughs> There's your segue. <laughs> I mean, you can, yeah. So we don't we're, have to use all of this. We're, we're, we're topping Halloween <laughs> I like that. We just decided Doug was going to fucking segue this, and Mike got nervous because we weren't talking. So he's like, oh, oh. okay, so Halloween. All right, Doug, you go. All right, here's a segue for you. Tonight we're doing a story, uh, mm. creepy pasta. A very, very. Yes, very we're kicking creepy. Halloween month off with my favorite creepy pasta to date. Yeah. So the what we're doing for Halloween is the first three weeks of the month. We are going to be separating each episode into my favorite, Mike's favorite, and Doug's favorite creepy pastas. We're going to be working heavily on making sure that they are quality audio dramas for you, and then. Mike, what were we doing last last week? The listener one that I just spent like four right. minutes ranting about. And so, like we already said, you guys are going to send us your stories. We're going to add some music to them. We're going to make them all super creepy. And if this works out well, this is going to be like uh, an annual thing. Um, if you guys hate an it. An annual thing. An, an, an anal thing. Um, kind of like the, the anal yeah, goatees that we're talking about tonight. <laughs> you know, I've, I'm <laughs> yes. upset to admit that anal ween was one of the play on words that we were trying to yep. go with. And, uh, oh, ooh. Peepee pasta. Peepee pasta. There it is! (laughs) (laughs) Jason, I'm hitting the button. Audience, give him the applause. Yeah! <laughs> All right, so for anal ween, we're doing pee pee no, pastas. Pee pee pastas. Pee pee pastas for anal ween. Yeah, pee pee pastas for anal ween. New shirt. You heard it here first. <laughs> pee pee pastas. I swear to God, we're going to come up with like a shirt a week at this fucking rate, right? <laughs> um, But uh, do you guys all. know the name of this week's creepy pasta? You know, I do, but I'm going to butcher it. So Me too. I got it. Anal goatees story. Almost, yeah. No, that's not it? No. I think it's pronounced goat. Anansi's Anansi's Goatman goat story. The I was goat close. Man. Mike, the... so to give you guys an idea, Mike talks about this all the fucking this, time. Well, I think we were coming up with a list of episodes. This was like my first one I jotted down. Well, also, every time we refresh said list of episodes, if that somehow goes away, it just reappears. It, it comes right it's back. It's so good. It's <laughs> it so is. fun. It's very I read good. this, I think, around the time it came out. I was probably in like middle school, and it, no, no joke. 
petrified. Oh, me. yeah. No, I read it. Like, granted, I read it at, you know, in the bathroom at work, but <laughs> still terrifying. It. I don't know why, but it, it kept with me to this day. This is I one of the. It. So, what, what you guys are about to hear is kind of something that, at least from what I've envisioned in my head pre editing, that this is something that you'd want to play, like, while you're camping, out with some friends, yeah. just throw this on in the background. Um and listen to the story of the Guildman. Guys, this this month is basically Anansis. just a giant version of our own Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah. Ooh. Which is funny because I just watched the uh was it the Orange Years. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, the, and, and the the long ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, and holy shit. So yeah, we you guys are in for a treat this uh this whole month. Um on top of that, who knows, we might have some extra surprises for you. Yeah, but Somebody's. let's get into Anansi's Goatman. Let's go. That's not scary. That's a goat, though. (laughs) Isn't that what goats do? Here's my story. The 16. The Black have family down in Alabama. They farm and own a huge amount of land down in Huntsville. Uncle owns a big house and a bunch of trailers they put out in the woods for hunting or camping. Down south cousins suggest that we go out there to camp. No, I'm a city kid from Chicago, so they tease the fuck out of me. Collect food, kill a pig, and some chickens, and bring necessities to camp out for a few days. We get to the camp, and it's obvious something is weird. There has this weird, electric smell, like right before a storm like ozone. We think nothing of it and unpack, and go down to a little creek to swim for a few hours. All of a sudden, some older white guy and a white teenager come out of the bushes. He has a shotgun in the crook of his arm, and says hello, and asks us what we're doing this far back in the woods. Tell him about my uncle, who he knows, and say we're camping out. He tells us we need to be real careful out here and stick together, there was a big animal in the woods. His son, who is my age, asks if he can stay and hang out with us. He says okay. Okay, I'm going to stop green texting because the story is fairly long and the format is harder to write in. So, we end up playing football. Dicking around with me, there's the whole white kid Tanner, five of my cousins, and then four of their friends. In total, there were five girls and six boys. We were all around 15 to 17. So, we head back to the camp and pulling out some stuff for a campfire, even though the trailers both had kitchenettes. Tanner says that his family's property sits up against my uncle's. He wants to run home and ask his dad if he can come out camping with us. My cousin Rooster says he's going to go with him since it's going to get dark soon. One of the girls also wants to tag along. It's about 7 o'clock and it's starting to get pretty dark. They take flashlights and take the trail towards Tan's property. The rest of us chill. Make s'mores, drink, and kiss on the girls. About 30 or 40 minutes later, there's a smell of ozone again. You could smell it over the smell of the fire we had started this really nasty, coppery smell, like right after you've had a nosebleed and it stopped. It wasn't exactly like dried blood, but it was that nasty, metallic, back-of-your-throat smell. We immediately think that it's some kind of electrical malfunction, or someone left a hot plate on or some shit. We search the trailers and nothing is on, and we can all smell it. All of a sudden, we can hear people booking down the path towards us. As Rooster, Tan, and the girl all come running into the clearing, out of breath. They don't even break stride. They all run in the trailer, right by where the fire is. We all get the fuck out of there, and into the trailers. They end up calming down. Even Rooster is crying his fucking eyes out at this point. All the while, the fire is guttering lower and lower. So my other cousins say fuck it, and are about to go outside and get the generator out of the shed between the trailers. Tanner goes. <laughs> Fuck no. Locked front door. Ain't nobody else going outside. He's been crying, too. And his eyes are bloodshot and puffy. His pants are dirty as shit. He goes on to tell us that they went up to his house. His father said sure. 
you go out camping, but to make sure they were careful on the way back. And that maybe they should take one of the hunting rifles just in case. Evidently, Tanner had seen something in their yard a few days before. One of their pigs had come up, ripped up and half-eaten. They assumed it was just some big cats or coyotes, even though they don't usually fuck with live animals. He'd gone upstairs and packed his stuff, and he told his dad they would be okay without the rifle because coyotes avoid people. So, they started walking back towards where we were camping. So Rooster finally stops crying and shaking. The girl already had, but she was just staring out into the window with a dumb look on her face. He says they had gotten halfway into the woods toward the camp when they started to hear shit in the forest. It's almost pitch black at this time, so they weren't sure at first what the fuck it was. The girl says that she heard something in the bushes right off the trail, and they all beamed their flashlights over there, and there was someone standing back in the woods in a little hollow. Rooster said they shouted at him, and told him that he was scaring the fuck out of them, and what a dick he was. He says that's when he realized the guy was facing away from them, so they keep walking. They start smelling this nasty, coppery ozone smell. They say they look off into the forest on the opposite side into a dude standing in the forest, backwards slightly, closer to the path. So, now they start power walking, and Tan keeps going. I should have taken that fucking rifle. I should have taken that fucking rifle. I should have taken that fucking rifle. I should have taken the fucking rifle. Should have taken that fucking rifle. As they're telling their story, the smell is still super strong, even inside the cabin. They say that after they started walking faster, a kind of low gibbering had started coming from both sides of the wood. And as they started booking it back to the trailer, the girl said she had flashed her flashlight into the woods to the side of them and seen something jerking itself through the woods. The gibbering just got louder and louder. And when they could see the light from our campfire, something had come out of the woods about 40 yards behind them to the track. And they had just flat out ran as hard as they could to the trailer. So, we're out in the fucking woods. We're assuming at this point, it's some rednecks or some shit trying to fuck with us. All of a sudden, my other cousin, Junior, starts going on and on about how he went to school with a native kid that was telling him about the goat man or some shit. We promptly tell him to shut the fuck up because we don't need any spooky talk right now. But he just keeps going on and on about how it's the fucking goat man and how we're in his woods and blah, blah, blah. Now, at the time, I had never heard of this goat man or any of that. Then a couple years ago, the year before I graduated from college, I had a menum for a roommate, and I ended up asking him about it. To sum it up, it's basically a fucking man with the head of a goat, and he can shapeshift, and he gets among groups of people to terrorize them. It's also supposed to be kind of like the Wendigo, but it's bad mojo to even talk about it, and even worse if you see it. Keep in mind... I didn't know this back when I was 16. So my cousin is going, The goat man's gonna get in here and fucking get us. The girls are all terrified, and my cousins and I are all fucking trying to figure out if it's just some hillbillies or if it's some kind of animal. So, all of a sudden, the smell just goes away. Like, to this day, I haven't even experienced anything like it. Like, usually smells fade away or lessen. It's just literally, it was there one second, and then not the next. So, it's after an hour, making around nine or ten. We've stopped shitting bricks enough to go back outside and start the fire again. We figure it was just some assholes trying to fuck with us, so we don't go back home, because we think if we do... They'll chase us through the woods or some crazy shit. Nothing else weird happens that night, and we stay another night. And for the main part of the night, nothing happens. 
at about one in the morning. We're outside getting drunk and telling ghost stories. As someone's finishing up some too spooky story, I don't remember what about. The smell comes back. It's so fucking strong that one of the girls literally starts vomiting. I stand up, and you can actually feel how clammy the air is. I say we should get inside, and this isn't right. We should have just fucking left. We all go back inside, and we're standing around. My cousin just keeps going on and on about how it's the goat man. My cousin Rooster tries to shut him the fuck up, all while I'm just feeling that something is wrong. I cannot figure out what the fuck it is. We end up sitting there for a while, and the smell is just as strong, and we're terrified and all huddled in this camper. We end up cooking brats for everybody because nobody wants to go outside. It's one of those packs with four brats, maybe a total of three packs. I grill them up on the stove and give everybody a hot dog. I get mine. After a while, one of my cousins gets up and goes over to the pot to get another one. He starts grumbling about how I get two brats, and everyone else only got one, and I look at him like he's fucking stupid. I tell him that everybody only got one because there were only 12 brats. If he wants more, he should open up a new pack and cook some more. That's when the girl that had been out with Rooster and Tan just starts screaming. She's crying and shivering, and then it dawns on the cousin standing up what the fuck is wrong. Me and him both glance around the room, and I feel my heart fucking sink. I run the fuck out of the cabin, and the girl runs out with us. The trailer door is banging against the side of the trailer as everyone books out of the cabin. One of my cousin's friends asks us what the fuck was wrong. I start counting us. There's only eleven now. My cousin verified it. There had been twelve people in the cabin. But being that everybody didn't really know each other well, nobody had really noticed the whole fucking time that there was an extra person. And then, I realized earlier that I'd kind of noticed something was off. You know when you're just dicking around having a good time, you don't sweat the smallest shit? You don't always keep track of certain stuff? I am dead sure that someone else had been in the trailer with us, and that they had been there for at least a fucking day, eating with us. What makes it worse is I could figure out which one. Because I don't think anyone ever ever actually interacted with the other person, or the goat man. The girl kept praying to Jesus, and we're all sitting outside. Eventually we get a big ass sticks and go back to the cabin, but there's nobody in there. We count again, and there's 11 people. We go back into the trailer and lock the door. We explain what the fuck happened, and the girl says that she realized too, and that when he was about to say something, the person sitting next to her had grabbed her leg hard and leaned over towards her and said something that she could not understand. So we were pretty much scared as fuck as we huddled together, and I fall asleep. When I wake up, the sun's just coming up, and half the people are asleep, and the other half are packing their shit up. We all want to walk back home, but like, four people want to stay until the sun's all the way up. And some people think that we're just fucking around, and still want to stay at the trailers. I just want to get the fuck out of the woods. The girl's name was Kira. The one that, uh, the goat man had touched. Anyway, I asked her if she really thinks it was something bad. And she says she just wants to go home and doesn't want to be out in the woods alone for another night. So, we decide to split up. The four that want to go can go. But I have to stay, because I have the keys to the cabin, and it's my uncle's, and I have to lock it up. I'm super pissed at this point. I feel like people aren't taking this shit seriously. I definitely didn't want to be out in the woods for another night. 
I spend the rest of the day trying to convince the rest of the people, now four girls and four guys, to get the fuck out of Dodge. Tanner leaves with them to go get a rifle and he says he's going to be back, so there are just seven of us left by 4 p.m. Around 5 p.m., he hasn't made it back yet, and we're getting extremely fucking antsy. The only reason I stopped begging them to go back was because he wanted to get a gun. It's about 5.30 p.m. or so, when the one cousin that did stay says that the girl Kira is outside. We all look outside, and sure enough, she's standing by the fire pit with her back to the cabin. I'm thinking to myself, if she's so fucking scared, why the hell would she come back? And I get this nasty feeling in my gut. Keep in mind, the whole time the coppery smell has been gone. Now I realize I can smell just a twinge of it. I say this to the rest of them and everybody. And these are people that wanted to stay in the fucking woods after we had the goddamn goat man in our midst. Is laughing at me and asking if I set this up to scare them. I look at him like, I'm not fucking bullshitting you at all right now. I ask them why the fuck would I play like that? So one of the girls goes outside to get Kira. She gets halfway and stops cold. Kira starts heaving. I don't I don't know how the fuck to describe it. It's sort of like if someone with their back turned was laughing without actually making any sound. It was this fact that made me realize there was not a fucking sound in the whole woods. It was dead silent. This was like later in September, so it was still fairly hot at the time, but it was super chilly some days too. And you could usually hear big ass geese honking or some kind of birds or squirrels chit-chatting. So I step out the door and tell her to come back to the fucking trailer right goddamn now. She backs her at the trailer and we lock the fucking door. We pull down all the shades except one and put a guy there in a chair to watch her. She stands there for another fucking 20 minutes or so. The guy turns to say that she's still there and there's this huge fucking bang on the door. We all jump the fuck up and scramble around the living room of the trailer. The banging is super fucking loud. So now, my cousin is holding one of the girls, and the other two are kind of giggling with nervous laughter, and me and the other two guys are shitting bricks. Then we hear Tan. He's screaming. So we go over to the door and open it, and he stumbles in with a rifle. There's nobody else outside. Evidently, he'd walked over to the campsite. Nothing weird happened in the forest, but he had seen a girl. Mind you, he said it was not Kira standing there. When he had gotten to the edge of the clearing, she had turned towards him with the slack-jawed look and just stared him down, slowly tracking him as he walked around the outside of the clearing towards the camp. He said it wasn't until... He was almost halfway to the trailer. He realized that she was getting closer to him. She had started off by the fire. Without him even seeing her move, she had been turning, inching closer. He said he just ran the rest of the way back to the cabin, thinking he would open. And we got the door, it was locked. He turned it, and it was about half the distance to the door. He looks around the room, and he gets super pale. He pulls me to the side and whispers in my ear. You know, there are only seven of us in here, right? I get that feeling where your stomach drops to your nuts. It had been back inside the trailer while we were sorting out who was going where. And then, when we all went outside to talk earlier in the day, it just slipped right back in. We looked at the window. There's nobody out there. So we recount everyone, and then basically, I go over and ask everyone how many people were here earlier, and everybody says eight. I say, well, how many are here now? They all do the count, and then realize 
there are only now seven people in the cabin. So Tan had brought back a couple of boxes of ammo and his rifle. And he had told his dad that there was some kind of animal in the forest because he didn't think his dad would believe him if he said it was the goat man. He says that his cousin is supposed to be coming down in a few hours and that in the morning, we can all go back to his place and his cousin will drive us home. Now, I'm really fucking terrified, but I at least feel better because we can be American and shoot the fuck out of whatever it is that comes back. But then my cousin gets in this huge argument with one of the girls because she thinks that I'm trying to be funny and prank them. And that she's getting really scared and I'm not funny. He keeps telling her I'm not that kind of person. And she says, Well, how do we know that the girl wasn't just Tanner in a wig? Or if it really was the goat man, how do we know that this is the real Tanner and that the goat man just didn't kill Tanner in the woods and take his gun? So, we fucking get into this huge argument about this, where me and Tan are like, We could seriously be in danger because at the very least someone has been sneaking themselves into our fucking trailer without us knowing and mingling with us. And at worst, something bad is in the forest fucking with us. One of the girls is crying and saying she wants to go right now. And we're trying to tell her we shouldn't because none of us are walking through the woods in the middle of the night. At this point, the sun's starting to go down and it's getting a little cloudy out. We eat something and turn on the radio for a while, but we can't really get a station out there with anything decent. So we turn it off at the same time that Tan's cousin shows up. He was like 19, I think. At this point, the sun is barely over the horizon, and he's one of those heavy-duty lantern flashlights and another rifle. He walks up to the trailer, and we whisper to Tan, asking if he's sure that's his cousin. And he says yes. The guy looks behind him and all around the camp, then walks in. He kind of glances at all of us and looks a little confused. He says, Where's the other little buddy at? I figured she would meet up at the cabin. Is she a little slow or something? He also asked whether we had been cooking blood in the cabin, because it smelled like blood and hot pans all the way up the trail. We were all like, fucking nope. But we ask him what the fuck he's talking about with the girl he saw. He had come down the same trail Tan had been using, and he'd come up on one of Yu's guy's buddies standing in the middle of the trail, looking at him slack-jawed. He asked her a bunch of questions, but all she did was just look at him. Then, she smiled at him, and he said she kept walking. She couldn't seem to keep up with him, kept lagging a little bit behind him. He said he asked her if she was hurt or something, and if she needed any help, but she had continued to stare. Eventually, he had been walking and turned around a bend at the trail, but when he had turned around and went back to see if she was okay, the trail was empty. He'd assumed she had taken some sort of shortcut through the woods to our trailer. We tell him the whole story of what's been going on. I half expected him to say we were full of shit, but he just listened and then sat down on the couches in the living room. Tanner's cousin gets back to the girl. He says when she had kept trying to lag behind him, it kind of weirded him the fuck out. So he tried to keep her in front of him, but no matter how slow he walked, she always was lagging a little bit behind. Then he smelled that nasty smell, and he got stronger as he got to the camp. Eventually got really strong. She had said something really low that he didn't catch. And when he had turned around, she had been right the fuck up on him. And he stepped back from her. It was at this point he asked her if she was okay. And if she wasn't, he could carry her the rest of the way back to camp. She just kept staring. He said he reached out for her as if to grab her on the shoulder. But he must have misjudged the distance she was off to the side where he'd put his hand like she had moved while he was looking dead at her so at this point we know this shit's real 
Unless Tan's playing a joke, which we can tell he's not because he's almost pissing his pants. So they load up their rifles, we eat some more, we just kind of sit around till 11. This fucking day, every time I think about this, I really pray to God that it's some huge prank that my cousins played on me and just never revealed so I wouldn't shit my pants for the rest of my life. At around 11, the stink of copper turns into an actual nasty, gross, blood-like smell. Like cooking blood and singed hair. Tan and his cousin, Reese, get the fuck up instantly and grab the rifles. There's like a half-knocking, half-clawing at the door, and I shit you not, there's this voice. And it sounds like when you see those YouTube cats and dogs whose owners teach them how to talk. It says in this halting, weirdly toned voice. Let me the fuck in. Stop fucking playing. It was so fucking obviously not a person talking. It, it didn't have the right cadence. And that's some shit that I never realized until that moment. But all people have a certain cadence when they talk. No matter what language. All people have a certain kind of rhythm to talking. So, then the smell goes away for a while. In the next hour or so, you can hear someone basically creeping around the woods and shit. Every couple of minutes, it'll come back to the door and say something. Finally, when the smell fades away, it's around two in the morning. And Reese says, Man, fuck this. Then opens the door and walks outside with his rifle. He fires a shot into the air and says something to the effect of, In the name of Jesus Christ, go away. He fires two more times. And then from the woods right up against the river across from the trailer, it sounds like something is slowly chibbering and hooting. Then it starts screaming. It sounds like... It sounds almost like a woman and a cat in a bag screaming together. I seriously have never heard any shit like that. And you can hear the brush over that way start to shake. Reese fires over the tree line and starts backing into the house. We lock the door. We can hear his shit keening and screaming. Reese says something and come out of the bushes, super low to the ground and crawling towards the cabin. He had shot at it. Pretty much that's how the rest of the night went. It was literally screaming constantly for the next two hours, and we could hear shit moving out under the tree line, but it never came back up to the cabin until everyone had finally fallen asleep. Tan had been sitting in the chair watching the door with his rifle. Nobody else heard or saw this, and he told me two days later, after the whole thing was over. He said he'd been nodding off after the screaming and noises finally stopped, and he'd been almost asleep when he saw someone come out of the bathroom and lay down in the middle of the floor and go to sleep. He just assumed it was one of us, and he had nodded off. Then he said he kind of realized something was wrong, and while pretending to be sleeping, he counted us. There were... There were nine people in the cabin. He basically didn't want to try and shoot at the fucking thing in the cabin and have it kill all of us then and there. Or have Reese wake up and start shooting, and then we kill ourselves. So he just stayed awake all night, pretending to be asleep. He said sometimes it would stand up and kind of do this weird jittery thing and heave like it was laughing, but then it would lay back down. The story closes pretty weak, because from my perspective, nothing happened. We woke up, and I noticed that Tan was a little jittery, and he was avoiding looking at all of us. But we ate some breakfast, packed up, and started walking to his house. He stayed in the last cabin, and he said he'd lock up and bring me my uncle's keys to just start walking and catch up, which I didn't really want to fucking do. 
We got a little bit up the path, and he came running up. Basically, we just jogged back to his house. His cousin took us home. There was a window in the bathroom. Tan had gone back to lock up and looked in there. We were too stupid to lock a screenless window. The window was fucking up when he got there. I'm guessing it had been doing that all along, waiting for us to fall asleep or slip up, and then getting in among us. It walked with us all the goddamn way back to his house. And then he said it lagged to the back of the group, looked him dead in the eyes before walking into the woods. So if you guys were wondering, throughout the entire narration, um, I had to deal with these two chuckle fucks <laughs> just doing the whole, go ahead, Doug, just give him a bit. What that is? What that is? What that a damn Lamborghini. <laughs> Lamborghini been away. What that is? Yeah, 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 yeah. But the that's my time. that's my favorite creepy pasta. Yeah. Actually, it's my favorite peepee pasta. Peepee pasta. Peepee pasta. For, pasta. for our for our annual holiday, which we are naming Halloween peepee pasta. Halloween peepee pasta extravaganza 2021. <laughs> In case you guys don't know where the anal comes from, it's the annual Halloween. We just slam those two words together and get anal ween. Yeah, it worked really well. Yeah, it rolls um, up the throat nicely. That's that though, right, yeah, boys? That's, that is uh, that is Mike's favorite creepy pasta. You're about the, to get uh, either Doug or Jason's favorite after this. We're not too sure which because we, we haven't yet. thought that far ahead. Woo! We that's the do. scariest part <laughs> of it all. Stay tuned for our bonus episode where me and Jason fight to the death to determine who gets to do the next episode. <laughs> and the best part of all. You guys don't have to deal with one of us after we're done. You know what's great is I can settle this right now. Heads, tails. Hey, Siri, flip a coin. Who was who? I'm heads. It's heads. Jason's next. Cool. Look at that. Problem Ooh. solved. Oh, yeah. His is dumb, though. It's I got I to pick one of two now. I want to fight to the death. Hmm. Well, but, I'm excited to see what yours is, Doug. And <laughs> tell me what you guys thought of that, because it still sends... I'm sorry? Uh, it still sends <laughs> shivers of my spine. It's so good. It's so fucking creepy. Like, has look the, around. Look it has up. the thing vibes. Absolutely. Yeah, Hard sure. thing vibes. Yeah. How, how well do you know each of us? Pretty decently. Not well enough, yeah. I would say. Enough to be able to tell <laughs> us apart from a doppelganger? I think... Maybe somebody who'd been taken and then replaced. I think I know you guys well enough that I could probably say something or ask you a question of some sort enough to the point where if your response wasn't what I was thinking it would be a dead giveaway. Right, go ahead. Yeah, hard, isn't it? <laughs> wow, now you put me on the spot. <laughs> hey, you brought it up, man. I know I mine did. with Jason. Jason, What's uh, where did I put my balls at one time? Yeah, you. Uh, <laughs> Only you would know that you one. Almost, you almost gave my, my lizard monster a gonzo, so... <laughs> A Roman helmet. Ooh, yep. I could just be like, what caused the hole in my apartment? <laughs> well, I feel like if I was a doppelganger, I would have that researched information. Because it's me. <laughs> well, if that's the case, then they'd know everything. That's true. Mm. They'd know my love. How do you tell them? I'd have to see your penis. All right, well, everybody, unfortunately, this is content <laughs> for After Dark. Um, we don't have the X rating on this one. so no. That's true. We will give Although, you the audio version of my penis in the bonus YouTube episode. did just Check give, the wave file. Yeah. YouTube did just give creators the ability to say shit and bitch within the first 30 seconds. So I'm so happy. That means we can Jason, finally edit make... this into the beginning. Shit, 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 fuck, bitch. Oh, I said <laughs> fuck. Never mind. Don't do it. <laughs> you fucked it up? I goofed. Um... Well, thank you for tuning in this week, everybody. I, uh, this is a little shorter than our normal episodes, but I mean, hey. It's because we have no tangents to And go it's off. super spooky, so yes. whatever. The um, amount of times I wanted to interrupt a actual audio dramatized yeah, portion of this to just like say some stupid shit was me holding my tongue so See, hard. I, I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb here and say it's probably harder to shut the fuck up during a narration Very than much to actually so. narrate. Very <laughs> much so. Grant, I'm slightly out of breath from that just because I had to keep <laughs> cadence and shit, but seeing the look on these two chuckle fucks faces while they could not say a word was worth the whole thing. Yeah, me and Mike were, were <laughs> silencio. Silently fucking talking to each other, it was with good just head nods and yep. me highlighting words that. that were stupid. 
Well, shit. Okay, so you know what? Let's do something for this Halloween. So, Mike, this is your story, right? Yeah. You are the only one here that's going to give any kind of advice, any kind of sign-off, any kind of goodbye to our audience. Oh, wow. Which means you're taking care of all three of us today. Oh, jeez. Okay. So, the fucking... Uh, Go to linktree.com slash DeLudyPod. You'll find all our things. Our Facebook, Instagram, Patreon, Twitter, our merch store. Literally, linktree.com slash DeLudyPod. You'll find everything. Or you can just Google... Deluty Potter, Don't Look Under the Internet, and you'll find all of our stuff there as well. Our YouTube is Don't Look Under the Internet. You can go to Buy Me a Coffee under buymeacoffee.com slash DelutyPod as well. Um, again, check out our merch store. There's some fun stuff on there. Um, yeah, again, if you're listening right now... Oh, I thought I was doing the scroll, sign-off. Oh, That's crazy. You're well, right. You're well, right. That's super weird. Super I weird. I just like hearing my um, voice. A lot of things are in the description, so make sure you check out the description, because that's where the link to the merch store is as well. Um, and again, I want to give a huge thank you to our four new patrons again. Oh my god, you guys are amazing. We love you guys so very, very much. I just shiv. I, I do believe I got the vapors <laughs> thinking about it right now. Um, I would like to steal Doug's and say, uh, and put a little twist on it because it's gonna be the Halloween season. Yeah, take your Halloween and your Halloween, slap them together. My Halloween. Yep. Your Halloween and your Halloween. Mm, and then I also want to say, go up to your grandma. Scare her, almost give her a heart attack, but don't give her one, but almost give her one. And then be like, I'm just kidding, Grandma, and then motorboat them titties. <laughs> I don't know. Well, only if you're in like Alabama and, and Kentucky. And then to Corbin. Corbin specifically. And, and then to also finish fuck this you. off. That's when I give you all a very merry stay paranoid. Ooh. Ooh. You know, hearing it, not saying it, it, it just, it hits just right. It does hit right. Damn, are we all just doing each other's sign-offs for our episodes? Is that, is that the, the census here? Yeah, one person's, whoever's episode we're doing is just doing all of them. Love it. Bye. Some fucking shoes to fill. Everyone have a good day. <laughs> Goodbye. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, our Google phone number. Uh, oh, yes. shit. Yeah, uh, we, need, oh, we need to do that. Uh, uh, it's 911, guys. Well, um, I repeat. On. It's Whoever picks up, just ones. tell them your story. Don't listen okay, to it. Is Trust the process. <laughs> Fuck off. It's not 911. You're going to cause accidents. It is 630-909-9366. Once again, that is 630-909-9366. And let me guess one more time. One more time for the rules of three. That is 630-909-9366. Leave us a voicemail. Leave us a text. If you leave us a voicemail or a text with a spooky story, we will play the spooky voicemail or read the text on our uh, spooky listeners episode. So do that. Yes. Okay, bye. <laughs> and I guess this is us signing off. We will see you guys next week. I love you. Goodbye. For more terribly, unfortunately scary things. Oh, Hillary. Oh, Gloria. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate you guys. <laughs>